Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Carmine Peace. Even though I don't look like Carmine Peace, I am Carmine Peace. And uh, you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shouted Out Loud cast. So keep listening. Keep rocking. Oh, boy. Here we go. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Star Broker Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh, no. Here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. All right. I'm going to grab me a nice cold mellow cowboy. Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because fuck them. That's what we're talking about. 617 You do? Hey, fuck them. Do you like this? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus in another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 227, Kiss on Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, 1977. Tom, what's up? Don Kirshner, yeah. Back to the clips, and this is a big one. This is one of the legendary ones. Yeah. Uh, It's been been a while since we did a, a clip, so here we go. We got a classic. Yes, sir. And speaking of classic. uh, Uh Oh, what? Last week's episode uh, was uh, one of a string of shit episodes that we've done lately. Yeah, this was, uh, I I would say this is uh, this week in fecal matter on Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I think people, yeah. I think they've had yeah. it up to I think they've had it up to their ass in us talking shit. Yeah. So we're all set with that, but uh we did we went over disc 5 of the box set, right? And we did a poll. Yep. Um so yeah, so every time we do a poll with a box set, we always talk about like quote unquote unique tracks. Um so we threw three of them into the poll this week in what was your favorite track? The demo of Domino, It's My Life or Nothing Can Keep Me From You. Uh, no surprise, it's my life. 63% of the poll demo of Domino got 28%, and then 9% of you need to be institutionalized because you voted for nothing can keep me from you. Um, and somebody named Scott with three T's said, Twitter should launch an investigation into the accounts that chose nothing can keep me from you. It's true. It's definitely true. Twisted Kister, our buddy. It's my life. Thankful it was on the box set. This era was the most impactful on me, but this disc does not come close to representing it properly. Yeah, I, we 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 talked about that. Kind of, kind of a not a great disc, but that's eh, okay. Doctor Two, Steve. The previous episode opened up the floodgates for the Paul impression. 
Your takes on how Paul's fingerprints are all over the track listing on this disc are spot on. But Time Traveler is way better than It's My Life. That is that in the running for the worst take in <laughs> Shout It Out Loudcast history. Yeah, throw that off. And we, there, and, and, and we love Doctor Two, but wow, dude. We oh, do? Man. Speak for yourself. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll tell you, a, a comment like that, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, he's a Patreon, so we'll let it slide. Well, <laughs> well, he has no problem throwing around his opinion. Let me tell you, that's okay. about as bad as it can get. Hey, that's okay. Hey, if you're a Patreon, it, if you want to pay to say stupid shit, that's okay. It's okay. But uh, that's Twitter. What do you got on your end? All right. On Facebook. Mark- Wait, let, me rephr- let me rephrase that. I don't want to say your end. Because I don't want people to think we're talking about another you know, rectal exam or something. All right. Mark Flores music. Left off this disc is the last thing the original band ever recorded. Unreleased to this day, it's the full re-recording of Detroit Rock City used in the 1999 film of the same name. Oh, yes. This really is Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter playing, and they would never record together again. Mm. Four ballads from Paul on this disc, and this was left off. Insane. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yep. Lee Graham, great episode. Damn, you deserve a break, Zeus. As does whoever analyzed your fudgesicles. <laughs> Seriously, you guys persuaded <laughs> me to dust off my copy after so many years. Love disc five. I don't know okay. about that. I love the. It's so funny when we talk about these things. People just come from every angle. I, I think that's what that's what I love about it. Tony Griggs, the continuing story of Ace and his bowel movements is epic. Need a book? The places where Ace has defecated. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Met Ace twice, and both times he didn't say a word. But I didn't care. Guess I'm an Ace cultist. That's all right. Joey Romanik. America's favorite realtor. I don't know. Let's see what he says this week. Well, this might be the best show opening ever. Oh, boy. He has a shit emoji. I, too, have wondered about the plight of the fecal technician. <laughs> Another reason I love Shout Out Loudcast. Our shared fucked up sense of humor. Welcome new listeners. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. That's going to be a T-shirt coming up soon. Welcome new listeners. Yes, it's a good one. Adam Nirenberg, dudes of all songs in the Kiss catalog, the absolute worst is nothing can keep me from you. Mm. It's ponderous piece of shit song. And yes, Paul was trying to Armageddon Aerosmith and failed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ryan, Michael, Spencer, Scott, Cronin, Dold, Smith, Kulik, <laughs> Kane, Simmons, Tweed. Hideous bookends of the shit story. As the open and the spam emails to close. Great episode of usual. Hope all is well, Zeus. Yeah, guys, by the way, yeah, everything's fine. I got an email <laughs> that basically says fecal sample normal. <laughs> You've passed your shit exam. Really? <laughs> your shit was normal. <laughs> There's something you never thought you'd hear. Yeah. Eric Solomon, I just went back in time. And downloaded all the rest of the episodes for the box set. Wow, that's uh commitment, Eric. And we love that you did that. Appreciate mm, it. Nice. Over on our Loudcasters group page, Josh Brown, poor guy. Uh, and Josh got some of his uh 
his Gene Simmons soda and our shirt, and he'll be getting the Destroyer uh, uh, jersey from Ninja uh, Jersey Ninja shortly. He won the uh, Kiss March Madness tournament. That's right. Congrats again, Josh. Excellent. Yeah. Enjoy the soda and the shirt. Uh, damn, Zeus. Hope all is good. Out of town at a hotel. My wife says, it's Saturday. Go ahead. Listen to Shout Out Loudcast while I work. And then he puts in quote, fudgicles. <laughs> the look of disgust on her face. <laughs> and then she says, I'm not surprised at what's going on. What? What do you mean? I'm not surprised. That means well, that's what she she expects that from us. Well, she indeed knows. Shout it out loud, guys. Oh man. Oh. Our buddy Kevin Japson. Oh God. Giggity, 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 giggity. You need some forklift mounts for those crispy cream calendar girls. <laughs> oh, there's a good. See, that's why we love Jepson. Just. Wrapping up two deep cut references from Shout It Out Loudcast. That's great. What the fuck? Holy shit. The hidden track on this episode had me dying. Everyone needs to always listen till the end. On a serious note, hope all is well, Zeus. Keep updated on that shit journal escapades. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, and there's just a lot of other nice comments in there asking if I'm okay and uh, shit comments in there too. So uh, that's on Loudcasters. Over on YouTube, Chris Flood says, hopefully you had peanut butter and banana sandwich in baking grease before your school <laughs> oh, sample. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Ugh. Also, thank you for the other podcasts you've been on. You guys are great. All right. Paul R. Go back and listen to early episodes discussing the other disc. Tom's Paul Stanley voice is pure Herbert the Pervert from Family Guy. Listen first and then tell me I'm wrong. Golden content as always, gentlemen. Wow. Okay. Uh, Mr. Antonio 2005. Disc 5 had potential if they just put more kick-ass songs from that era. I don't understand why they need another live version of Rock and Roll All Night. When tunes like Jungle Hate or Heart of Chrome were far more deserving for inclusion. Mm, yep. Our well buddy said. Marty White. I never fast forward the show, but I had to this morning. I first put the episode on around 1 a.m. when it came out, but fell asleep about 15 minutes in. So this morning, I put it on during breakfast. And oh, no. Mentioned his medical problems. I remember where that went. Nope. Can't hear that while eating. <laughs> Anyways, I hope your doctor can your doctors can figure out how to help you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, Tom, over to you. All right, let's bang out some emails here. From uh shout it out loudcast hall of famer Jim Riley. Got some good songs on this disc. Yes, nothing can keep me from you is a stool sample. Carnival of Souls has better songs than those two. Hate is a kick-ass song. Yes, it is. Um, Keith Wetzel. Hey, fellas, long time. No talk. Hope all is well. Great job wrapping up the box set last week. Your analysis of Paul's look at what I've done selections is spot on. Love what you guys have been doing lately. I'm very grateful for all the content you provide us. Kiss fans. Zeus's description of his medical issues brought back memories of six months ago when I had to do a cola guard for the first time. If you've never collected a sample, put it in a box and taken it to your local UPS store. You haven't lived. (laughs) 
That's so true. I've seen those commercials on TV. Literally, people taking a box of shit to their post office. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. Got a great email from John Schaefer. He kind of breaks down the box set on his own. Appreciate that. That's a good email, John. Thank you. Glenn Barth. Hey, guys, I need to share my story regarding nothing can keep me from you. I was fortunate enough to meet Paul and Peter during the promo tour for the Detroit Rock City movie at our radio station in Milwaukee. Both guys were personal and pleasant to talk to. After meeting them and taking a photo with the station staff, I was able to sit in during the interview where Paul introduced this song. All of us then listened to it being played for the first and last time on the radio. Can you imagine having to listen to this brutal ballad while Paul is beaming with what is now known as his orange juice sauce pride? The radio guys had to kiss his ass and tell him what a great song it was while I sat there in stunned silence. I was embarrassed for the guy. I can only imagine how Peter felt having to listen to this shit song for every stop on the radio station promo tour. 24 years later, and I would still look at Paul and Sounds if he played this song for me, because let's be honest, none of us would actually say what we really want to when we meet these guys. Apologize for the long email and keep up the phenomenal work on the podcast. Thanks, Glenn Barth. Awesome. Never apologize for a good email like that. Our buddy Adam Stevenson from the Metal Oasis podcast Great episode to wrap up the box set. And I agree. Seeing Eric Carr in makeup was a nice tribute as the fifth member. It's my life is a killer song and it's a criminal. It wasn't on psycho circus, but the trash we are one is since it's released in 2001, the band has released more content recordings. So I'm curious, maybe a future episode. What would be on your disc six? You have a live four symphony, sonic boom, monster kiss rocks, Vegas. That time played, they played to some sharks in Australia. You pick the good, the bad, the ugly, just like in the vein as Kisted, with some questionable track choices. I would assume it could start with the excellent version of Shandy from the Symphony. Oh, yeah, you'd love that one, Zeus. Uh, All right, that's what we got for emails. And, Tom, I'll wrap it up with uh, Radio Chaos on our Instagram. Cool. Oh, mates, the shit, the test tube, the bag, was crying laughing. The ace impression... Of him talking about shitting himself. God, I was crying laughing. Keep (laughs) up the great work. Radio Chaos, you've been awesome. And we love your comments on Instagram. And for that, my friend, you are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. (laughs) Yeah, Radio Chaos. Love it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, and what we like to do at this point, Tom, is give a shout-out over to our Patreon family. Uh, Patreon is where people can subscribe, and they uh, make a monetary contribution to the show, which helps us out tremendously. In turn, they get some perks, they get some privileges, they get some likes, they get some content, they get input into the show. Sometimes we do video chats with them, and sometimes we do giveaways, sometimes... We uh, just ask for different new input, like uh, their uh, song select, their album selection for album review crew, which is coming up soon enough, and uh, they help us out. It's a big, big help to us. They're awesome. They're a family. We have a ton of fun on our Patreon group. You should check it out. Come join and then find out what all the fun is all about. And uh, you can find Patreon on our website, right on the landing page. You'll see an icon that says Patreon. Please click on that. Look through it. See if you see any uh, tier that you like. Come join and find out what we're doing over here and why it's so great. 
Thank you to all our Patreon family members and to anybody else that's out there that's supporting the show. Thank you. Yep. Patreon guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Like Zeus said, please check us out on our website. You can click on the Patreon link, go to patreon.com or download the app and search for us. Huge, huge thanks to everybody that's part of the family. It greatly, greatly helps the show continue to thrive and grow. And we're very grateful for all that. So thank you guys. Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. Again, a little quiet. Kiss is over in England, right? Yep. They're over in Europe doing their tour. Um, so not much activity other than that. Uh, let's see. Right now, when this episode drops on Saturday, they will be in the Czech Republic. Um, then they continue going to Amsterdam, Belgium, France, Germany, all that good stuff. So uh, they got a busy, busy time coming up. Um, and then, of course, there's them being mocked again for adding dates here. And, oh, here's a two dates here and this date here. It's like, is this ever going to fucking end? And it's just getting very difficult to defend this band. Yeah. And there was a pretty brutal takedown article. I think it was in the Garden in England when they were over there. Yeah. And uh, back like to the old days where they would get mocked for being like their music is simple and stupid. Yep. And uh, oh, the, uh, their show is just for children and fireworks and the music is bad. Like it wasn't, it was really like the old Rolling Stone reviews of Kiss uh, concerts. It was kind of tough to listen to. Just like fucking imagine what a, what, what a fun guy that guy must be like. It's funny to see to, to see articles still being written like that is that's just weird. You know, just, like like you said, it's like old 70s critic shit, you know? Yeah, it's just a fucking millennial doesn't get it. But yeah, fuck yeah, who cares? Uh, other than that, I think that's really it. There's not much else going on in the world. And uh, nope, just uh, waiting for the end of eternity tour to end. And uh, and that's really it. Pretty much. That is it. Yep. Quiet. And before we move forward, anybody got a towel? I thought I spilled some mellow yellow on my pants, but I guess I just pissed myself. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon.
Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report. And you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, we're back. And uh, Ace heard us talking about being able to poop in a box and mail it. And now Ace just seems to continue to just poop in boxes. But I told him that that's not what it's for. So once again, Ace is just having bathroom difficulties. It's it's, it's something we deal with every week on the show here. I, I'm pretty jealous of cats. They get to go anywhere they want. If you put a box out for them, just scratch the paws against all the litter. I, I'd like to I, do that, too. I asked Lara if I could get like a little litter box, you know, kind of for me. So, but kind of a long walk to the bathroom. I could just kind of poop a little bit in the crate next to my bed. I like to just, you know, whip it out and piss all over myself when I watch, when I watch late night movies in my socks. I, I like to try one of those adult diapers. They, sound like, they seem like a lot of fun. Try? He fucking needs one, I think. Oh, shit. Well, here I go again. <laughs> Literally. Uh, uh, what do we got this week? This week, we're back to uh, talking about uh, TV performances. Yep. And this is for May 28th, 1977. Mm-hmm. Kiss went on the Don Kirshner's uh, rock concert show. And... This is funny because the first time I saw these was probably Kiss Extreme Close-Up. I had no idea. I didn't remember this when it came out when I was a little kid. I didn't remember it later, but I first saw them on Extreme Close-Up. So when you think of, oh, Don Kirshner's rock concerts, this is a concert performance. Now, Don Kirshner's rock concert is actually a um, split. It used to be. ABC's in concert series, which we reviewed when they did it in 1974. That's right. Then became this, the Don Kirshner rock concerts. So I thought it would be a live performance. We're like, oh, let's review this again. It's not. It's three performed videos. Now, pre-MTV type videos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because in concert, that performance, they were like in on the show. Like, live. like live on the show. Okay. This is like Don Kirshner introduces the band. Um, and then it's just them doing the three performance uh, videos, like which, which obviously is great. We'll get, we're going to get into that. Um, and you can find this performance in its entirety on Kissology volume one. Um, and like Zeus mentioned, it's kind of cool because Kirshner was a creative consultant and executive producer of in concert. Um, and then it kind of splintered off. And I miss these days before. You know, I mean, I know I sound like an old person here, but these old these shows where you would look forward to seeing artists perform like once a week. I mean, they had like Alice Cooper, like Allman Brothers, Joe Walsh, like S- Steve Miller, like oh, I mean, they had the Eagles that Rush, Kansas, Van Morrison, fucking everybody. Um, 
And the show was on for a while. It, it debuted in 1973 and ran all the way to 1981. Um, so it was it was a big deal for Kiss to be on this. Uh, so it was it was definitely very cool. And again, like Zeus said, our first experience to seeing this was when we put in that extreme close-up video and was like, "What the fuck? This is incredible." Yeah, in history, this falls right after the Paul Lynn Halloween special. Yep, and then right before the Land of the Hype and Glory, nineteen seventy-eight NBC special, which we've also done an episode on that clip as well. So you we've can check that out on basically can... all of this so far. Yep, yep, all the big ones. Yep, and yeah. it's interesting. To, and, it, and it's interesting too. This dropped though on May twenty-eighth, nineteen seventy-seven, and it's funny because a few weeks later. Love Gun was released, but obviously they're performing three songs from Rock and Roll Over in those Destroyer era costumes. And these, this video performance, a lot of times these things are recorded weeks, sometimes even months in advance. And a lot of times the artists, the bands don't know when they're going to drop. So it's kind of funny that because I'm sure people were like, well, why aren't they doing like a little promo for Love Gun? Because at the time, no one knew when this was going to air and when this was recorded. Yeah. And the songs that they chose we're all from rock and roll over and it's yep. I want you hard luck woman and also um love them and leave them mm-hmm. now this is probably prior to the band dropping rock and roll over and figuring out what singles they want to do because mm-hmm. only one of these songs was a single yeah the other two weren't and their big single that they dropped too was calling dr love so sometimes um you know, the band is guessing what they're going to put out there. And they're like, okay, let's perform this. Yeah. Because, uh, I, I mean, love them and leave them is not on anything. That's that's a that's the deepest of the deep cuts, for sure. And to have a video for that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's also very cool, too, because you get three songs with three different singers, which yes. is which is great. Because at this time, Ace hadn't been hadn't sung anything yet, because this is pretty love I didn't have the gun. confidence to do it. Buddy, I, these songs are just out of my vocal range. I was and nowadays. I think I can do everything from Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, and and uh, you know, free to anything <laughs> you think of. I could sing nowadays because I'm a great singer. At this time, I was just a little bit more comfortable with my Gibson Les Paul over by the bottom of the stairs, just making sure I didn't electrocute myself at that time. Yeah, I was having a hard enough time making sure I stood up and didn't fall down. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so the show begins with Don Kirshner. He's just a, he's a dorky, like, looking Fran Tarkin and looking fucking bozo. And he's up there talking about, uh, uh, he calls Kiss a phenomenal group, talks about their makeup. I love how it's, like, professional. So they say, Neil Bogart's Casablanca Records and uh, managed by Bill LaCoyne. You don't hear that nowadays. Nobody talks about who the manager is and what label. It's pretty impressive because it is part of the it's part of the hype machine of Kiss at that time, you know. Because if you don't know if you've you've heard of Kiss, okay, and that's the cool thing about these shows, you've heard of Kiss, you've bought their records, but a lot of people, young kids, whatever, haven't seen them in concert. Now you're going to see them mm-hmm. in a fucking insane performance here, in my opinion. I mean, granted, it's not it's an enclosed video recorded type of environment it's not it's not a live concert footage so you know explosions and blood spit and all that shit isn't part of it um but for a lot of people this is the first time seeing them and when you hear when you see and hear that introduction from dot kirsch you're like holy shit like this is kiss this is like a big deal which it was 
So he introduces Kiss and they start with I Want You. And although I Want You has that slow beginning, it rocks when it picks up and you get that quick visual of the band and you got smoke, fire, Mm -hmm. uh, lights, flashes, bombs going off. Mm -hmm. And the band starts rocking to the middle beginning part of I Want You. Oh, my God. What a visual. It's incredible. And seeing look, I'm a love gun guy. It's I love the era. I, I love the costumes. But there are times when I see this band performing in those destroyer outfits, specifically Gene, and I'm like, God damn it. He is out of his fucking mind in these clips. Like they are so high octane. Um, and it's just it's just incredible. And I want you is weird because it's a song I'm not hugely, hugely a fan of. But when they play it live or when I see the band playing it, like the visuals attached to the song, especially like the solo, um, it rips. It, it it rips. And again, let's be clear. These aren't live performances. This is the this is the the album, you know, and they're obviously lip syncing. <clears throat> um, so we're not under any impression that this is live, obviously. Yeah, Paul has the sideburns, if you noticed. He yeah, well he's got the darkened sideburns. Yeah, he did that for a while. It's like sideburns, and then it's like like a enhancing like the cheekbone jawline yeah, type it's thing. Like that he, fucking uh, Hollywood Hogan fucking yeah. dark shade on the side. Yeah, he did that face. for a while. And yeah, he did that for a while in this destroy era because you definitely see it when the camera's up close on him. I think the band looks so beyond cool in this. They look videos. they look incredible. I love Paul's guitar in this. Yeah. Oh yes. I yep. think he looks super cool. I love the destroyer outfits. They're Dude, my I love, favorite. I love Gene's hair. His hair is fucking insane. It is so teased out. It's it's amazing. Paul looks about as cool as fucking ever. Yep. He just looks like such a great front man. I yep. love how they have like the fake crowd noise in there. Oh yeah. As, yeah. So you think like this is a live performance. You yep. get a fake crowd in the beginning and at the towards the end. And yep. at the end where Paul's like all animated, I want you. He's pointing it's his great. finger. He's so animated. All the band is animated. Everybody's going nuts. Yeah. What a great way to see this. And uh, you know, seeing the video. It's fucking awesome. It is. I agree. It's great. All right. Let's go to clip two. What's that? Yeah. So this is hard luck woman. And this is uh, the song. I don't mind the song. The problem here is I get it that it's an acoustic. You know, it's obviously the exact opposite of, of, of an, I want you. And I get that Peter Chris is the singer here, but the camera is on Peter the entire time, except for a very, very quick hit of Gene. And then, of course, the end, which we'll talk about. Yeah, it's fixated on Peter. And uh, Peter is doing this bop with his head. Oh, yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Hard luck, woman. His head's going back and forth. But he looks as cool as the Catman will ever look in the history of Kiss. That outfit these, with, the, these with videos. With the choker. And like that, like that, it's that, that I think that might be Peter's best costume as much as so I love, the love thing gun. with the arrow pointing down yes. the open chest. Yep. He looks fucking awesome. And he's got that Carol Brady type wing fucking hairdo. The hair. Yeah. It looks perfect. It's like feathered in seventies. His makeup is on point. Yep. And he's got that fucking cool one cross earring. On. Oh yeah. He looks great. Looks great. I, I'm telling you, Peter's never looked cooler. And His I do face doesn't look droopy, doesn't look all drugged out yet. 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 Um, but I just I love his look. 
Uh, the video is kind of like fixated on him. You're right. They do pan out to Gene at the end. And then at the end, this weird, weird, I'll let you describe it. Go ahead. It's so weird. It's at the end of the song, kind of the outro with the acoustics. You got, and you've, um, you guys have seen these clips. And if you haven't, you can see them on Kissology. Or you can see it on YouTube. There's a Ron Kirshner. It's like 10 minutes, the whole, all three videos in a row. You got Ace standing behind Paul and they're both playing the double neck guitar at the same time. It's like, I don't know if they thought this was cool, but I'm telling you right now, it is the exact opposite of cool. And Ace is kind of like, it's just funny. This is kind of funny. It looks like I'm playing with Paul's hands, but it's really mine. I wonder if anybody can tell. Hey, Paul, no, no, no. You play that string down there. I had to show him what to do. He wasn't yeah. that good of a guitar player then. Yeah, it does not look cool. It looks, it looks it's it's yeah that's all i'll say do you know those pictures of the band standing up and then ace is always looking behind and looking backwards like yeah 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 Yeah. ace looks like am i supposed to be behind him it's it's it's, no again getting real quick getting back to peter i i do think it's cool because at the time he's the drummer and a lot of times drummers are in the background for obvious reasons. So I, I, I do like that. They kind of kept it on him. You really got a glimpse of his playing, his singing, his facial expressions, his makeup design like that. That's cool. Poor Gene, which I get it. This, this is, this has, this is not a, a jump around demon song by any stretch of the imagination. So you're not going to see his, him at all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, hard luck woman. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They're also trying to capitalize on what just came out was Beth. Right. No, let's yeah, get, absolutely. Let's show some focus on the drummer and that voice that you probably recognize. Here it yep. is. Yep. He's singing another kind of ballad song. It's called Hard Luck Woman. Give it a chance. So uh, they end with Love Them and Leave Them, as we said. Uh, just a deepest of deep cuts. I love the song. And one of the reasons I love the song is when we saw it in the spring of 93. Was it 94? I think it was, it was sophomore. Junior year, I, I think it was. Oh, no, I think year. it was no, it was sophomore year. We had, we we watched it in Pitt South, the VHS. I didn't see it in Pitt South. I watched it. I remember watching it in uh, in Flynn, the basement, the big, okay. the big TV. We we were watching it then. Okay. But regardless, I just remember watching this thing together and being like, "What the fuck is this? Look at him. He looks crazy." Yep. When he when Gene comes bounding down the stairs. And kicks his leg. We used to like mimic this all the yes. time. Just him kicking. Yeah, you and then, do that. And no, then, he, he does. He, when he first. Okay. First of all, let's take a step back. Yeah. This right. is a good visual of what the Destroyer Spirit of 76 tour looked like. Oh, yeah. The two staircases. Yep. And they both come down. So in the beginning of the song, Gene is on one side, Paul and Ace on the other. Yep. And then. Dun, 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 and Gene comes down. Yep. Then he does a frog jump. Loop, it's crazy. Up the two legs. Then he kicks one leg out. Yep. And then he comes over and he's like doing his shoulder and he's like, Rah! he's he's I literally looks like he's like. And when he when he's singing the verses, you could watch. He's like fucking his bass. He's like thrusting yeah. it. And then <laughs> yeah. the, and, and then the and then the best part when I remember we saw the video for the first time, the chorus when he's doing yeah. "Love Him, Leave Him," and he's like a fucking machine. He's just Damn tilting back, back and forth. Yeah. We all you guys listening out there that know this video, but the other part to that too, Tom, is when he was singing the verses, 
coming my way. Hey, hey. He would stick his tongue out like a million times a minute in the middle of like like the two seconds of breath he could take. Instead of breathing, he would stick his tongue out. You'd be like, this guy's fucking insane. Yeah. And at that time, no one had seen Gene do anything like this. Even if you had seen clips of like, I mean, he was kind of menacing on like some of the, the 74 in concert stuff yeah. or like, but th- this was the demon full blown guns blazing here. Yeah. This, so it's kind of the evolution of a kiss tard. Yeah. Like when you saw this as a kid, but we don't remember this. Then we started seeing this again in college years. Yep. And saw this video. This was new. There was no YouTube. We didn't, we weren't going out to the fucking, you know, buying bootleg kiss shit from Roy Dam at this time. We were in college (laughs) and we got kiss extreme close up and we watched it and we were like, you know, anything that you saw of the makeup era was just, holy shit. Yep. And that's how me and Tom felt when we saw love them, leave them. Yeah. It it was, it was crazy because it was something new. It was it, it not only was it new, but it was like it was it, it gave you that feeling of like when you were like a little kid in the 70s and you saw it for the first time. And here we are, college aged in the 90s, and we're like, I can't believe this exists. Like, this is absolutely so. I, I will never hear this song without envisioning that moment of us watching it and then Gene performing the, Which those moves. Which is why it's so endearing to me. I yeah. love oh, me the too. song. Me too. Because the me visual too. this image gives me. The me other too. is the Peter bopping in the back. Oh, yeah. And he's just like going, doing the same, hitting the same It's the same beat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's just fucking rocking back then. That huge set and he's in the Detroit set yep. uh, costume. Just And then it's funny because you know when he aces uh Gene is singing the first couple of lyrics yeah. and they cut back and they show over to Ace. Ace is finally coming down the stairs. Oh, All right. oh guys, is it <laughs> oh, okay, I'll come down now. I just want to take it slow. I'm a little unsteady. Oh, it's uh, it, this isn't as easy as it looks. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Trying and, to play my chord pattern while holding onto the railing. But they all look, Paul's doing windmills. Oh, the windmills are awesome. Yeah, they all are looking like they're rocking. They're making this song look like a Metallica song. And that's exactly. And when you break it down, it is one of the simplest, (laughs) most basic songs they've ever written. There's another thing that I can't get enough of. Um, The middle song, there's really no solo. You only see fingertips. Yeah. The first song they show uh Paul doing the beginning of I Want You solo and then Ace, over to Ace yeah. finishing yep. it up. Yeah. On this, Ace does a solo. Yeah. But in the middle of the solo, he does one of the coolest things I've seen Ace ever do. He starts fucking with his hand, his hand on the top is fucking going through and yep. in, in, in finger tapping kind of stuff. And his right hand is off the guitar and he's pointing. Pointing. He he and always like, Oh yep. my God. There's such a great visual of that on this segment. It looks so fucking cool. When Ace would do that, especially around this era into Love Gun and all that, and I'm sure he may have done it a little bit before, but that is when to me it's just that space ace magic. It's like he it's it's like he's got he's like you said, he's finger tapping on the fret and he's got out of the hand. It's like he's like he's doing a magic. He's pointing like a at wizard, it. like pointing, like, look yeah. what I'm doing here. It's awesome. Oh, it's so great. And this is what I love about these videos. It's like for all the all the fun that we have on the show and we fucking have a blast and we hope you guys do, too, for all the all the shitting on the band and teasing and <laughs> fuck around like 
this is why we love the band. Every once in a while, we do an episode where, like, this is why we just geek out on this shit. And this is why I can't wait till we hit Destroyer and we review that. Oh. I will tell you this cons- this video. Yeah. I can't think of a band, the band being cooler and more confident. Yeah. At their fucking peak musically without being like, Super kiss and fucking over yeah. the top shit. Yeah. This band right now is still as raw as fucking what do you call it? As Winterland, but musically even better. Well, I think that's a that's a great way to put it because I think it's a perfect combination of the rawness and the like the youth of Winterland and then just the world domination of the Love Gun Alive Two. Them tour. coming up with better songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, right here is a. It's it, they're right in that sweet spot. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a Love Gun Alive two guy, but when you see these destroyer rock and roll over era footage, the band, it's they're, they're, they're clicking on every fucking cylinder, and it shows. Yeah, and then the the uh, end of the videos end with uh, the big kiss neon a sign, just lights flashing, and it ends there. Yep. Yep. So fucking. Uh, I think we kind of hit our final real thoughts about this. Yeah. So what we usually do, Tom. Yes. Is we rank this shit. That's right. That's right. So for TV performances. So this is what we reviewed so far. ABC in concert. Mike Douglas show. Paul Lynn Halloween special. Land of hype and glory. Uh, Gene and Ace on the Don Lane show. Kiss on Fridays. Uh, Kiss MTV Unmasking. Paul and Gene on Oprah, Kiss Mad TV, Halloween Spooktacular, Kiss on Family Guy, a very special Family Guy freaking Christmas, and uh, Kiss Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yep. How did you rank these, Tom? Uh, My rankings for all these. So at last, I have the Kiss Mad TV Halloween Spooktacular. I thought that was absurd. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 10, I got Macy's Day Thanksgiving. Number 10, I got Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Number nine, Kiss on Family Guy, The Christmas Show. Number eight, Gene and Ace on The Don Lane Show. Number seven, Paul and Gene on Oprah. Number six, MTV Kiss on Masking. Number five, Paul and Halloween Special. Number four, Mike Douglas. Number three, Land of Hype and Glory. Number two, Kiss on Fridays. Number one, ABC in Concert. Now, this is difficult. Because I love Love Them Leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of I Want You, and I'm not a huge fan of Hard Luck Woman. I love the performance, but the song selection kind of suffers, and the fact that it's not quote unquote live, it's a, like a recorded video performance. So I'm going to drop this at number four. Okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it behind Land of Hype and Glory and just above Mike Douglas show. All right. For me, I had last Macy's Day Parade, then uh Halloween Spectacular, Paul and Gene on Oprah, eight was Gene and Ace on Don Lane, seven Land of Hype and Glory, six MTV on Mask, and five uh Family Guy Christmas, four Fridays, three ABC, two Paul Lind, one Mike Douglas. We have a number one, a new number I knew it. one. I knew it. I figured. New, I, I I figured. Yep. Yeah. We have a new number one. Okay. Um, the, I know it's uh, videos. It's videos. 
These three videos give me a glimpse at Kiss in its prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band looks super cool. And still to this day, maybe my favorite video of all time. Love them and leave them. Okay. Oh, my God. Fair. Very and fair. It's just, it's just performances. And they yeah. look fucking incredible. Yep. So okay. I got you. Putting this at number one. Okay. I, I, I thought so. And and I, I love it. I, I mean, our top four or five is like some of the most iconic TV appearances I've ever had. So ranking them is very, very difficult for me. And, you know, so, um, yeah, I'm not going to argue with number one for sure. So, yeah. Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. You got something? We do. We got a question from our longtime super fan and listener, Steve Warsap, coming nice. to us from an email. It's a good one here. Uh, he says, if Kiss had shared the vocals more evenly during their first six albums, which songs do you think Ace could have sung? He already sang Shock Me, but what do you think he could have sung from the other albums? And do you think he could have managed this? Keep up the great work, guys. Love every episode. You fucking guys rock. No, Steve, you rock. So that's a great question. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, that's quite easy. All the songs that he wrote that Gene sang, I think. Um, Parasite would be great done by him. I think uh, Colgin would have been done, would have been great by him. Even Getaway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's uh, even Strange Ways. Yeah, pretty much the whole Heart of an Hell album. For the, well, not the whole album, yeah, but pretty I much. Mean, the, yeah, I think those are fantastic songs if he sang them. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It, it's hard to play this game, but I think the Heart of an Hell, you know, we talk about like the recording and the acoustics of that album, and it's, it's kind of fits Ace especially since he wrote a lot of those songs. Uh, I, I can't really see Dress to Kill is such a, a poppy, kind of snappy, upbeat Kiss record that maybe if you wanted to, he could sing She, but that's a Gene song to me. Um, I don't see anything really suiting him on Destroyer or Rock and Roll Over. Um, and Love Gun, I, I don't know. I, I think I think I would just go with the obvious ones. Like like we said, it's Strange Ways, Cold Gin, parasite um i mean i love absolutely love gene doing watching you but i could see him maybe pulling that off um but yeah it would be it, it would be interesting for, for sure to, to have heard early ace you know prior to, to, to the love gun album so uh but steve great question buddy we love you as a fan thank you so much for supporting the show and if anybody out there if you want to be question of the week we do one every week so please contact us uh there's a million different ways to get in touch with us and i'll tell you about those right now because the best place to get in touch with us is our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's you can find all of our episodes, Shout Out Loudcast, Album Review Crew, Dome Damage, Zeppelin Chronicles. You can find uh, all of our rankings and all that good stuff. Links to our Patreon, links to our Amazon store, links to our merch, uh, links to all of our social media. Uh, you can comment directly from the website. We get those in the form of an email, which is great. Or you can just send us a regular email like Steve did. And that is shouted out loudcast at gmail.com. And of course, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, please reach out, contact us, uh, tag us. You know, if you see something cool that you think is going to, we'll get a kick out of, or if you have some shout out loudcast merch or something, or if you found some cool record or piece of merchandise, tag us. We love seeing that stuff. Uh, so please do that. And of course, we mentioned earlier, our wonderful Patreon family, you guys rock. Thank you so much. If you're interested the link on our website and patreon.com in the app. And we always like to say that we're very proud to be part of the amazing Pantheon podcast network of shows. Yeah. Tom, I always tell people they can DM us 
on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We appreciate that when you do. Um, Give us one of those five-star child reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Facebook, Podchaser, wherever you can. It's a great, it means a great deal to us and really helps the show. How do you help the show? As Tom mentioned, Patreon. You can go to our Amazon store on our website. You can go to our merch on our website. And uh, you can check out our awesome new merch that we have listed up there. It's on Amazon store right now. It, take a look, see if you like anything. Go to our website under the link merch. You'll see it. Click there and you'll check out all the stuff that we have. It's great stuff. Um, shipped directly from Amazon, 48 hours like Amazon usually does. Mm-hmm. So take a look at that, please. Uh, also, you make sure you uh, email us, as Tom said, at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And then the website where you can get everything. And that is at shoutitoutloudcast.com. Shoutitoutloudcast.com. We always like to end with famous last words. Do you have any, Tom? You want to sit in my driver's seat. If you do, it's all right with me. I've got to hand it to you, baby. You know what a girl's got to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like super demon in that song. I love it. Oh, I love it. My limousine is awaiting, and I'll see you coming my way. And then he says, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. it's fine (laughs) all right you can walk in a haze you can travel till you die you can live in a dream and life will pass you by paul the poet amazing tom loudcasters kiss army thank you Guys, you're the best. Thank you so much for everything, all of your amazing support. And again, Patreon, you guys rock. Thank you, Zeus. As always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Give you the answer to that question, Mr. Bender, next Saturday. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.